0: Week two of OTAs is complete. Who look good, who struggled, and a kicking situation gets even more interesting. All of that on a Friday. Locked on Lions. You are locked on Lions. Your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Friday episode, Locked On Lions, on the Locked On Podcast Network, Friday, June 2nd into Saturday, June 3rd. Beautiful sunny day here in the Motor City. It is hot out there, and the Lions are done with week two of OTAs. We got a mandatory mini camp coming up, and then training camp right around the corner in a couple of months at the end of next month, to be completely honest. But thanks for listening, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to our everydayers out there who check us out each and every day. And those of you that follow me on Twitter at DairySpeaks, Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And thank you for watching for free and subscribing on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Coming up today, PFF top 32 tackles in the NFL. Do the Lions have two top 20 tackles in this league? We will tell you coming up momentarily, courtesy of our, courtesy of our friends at PFF. Yesterday... The media was there for the final day of OTAs. And um, the kicking situation was interesting. No Michael Badgley, but John Parker Romo going toe-to-toe with Riley Patterson. There was a clear winner. We will tell you about that coming up momentarily as well. And Kirby Joseph on and off the field is always interesting. All of that today right here on Lockdown Lions, Lockdown Podcast Network. Again, Matt Derry with you. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for being with us. We have been around since 2016 doing Lockdown Lions. We've had the YouTube channel up now for almost a year. And uh, appreciate everybody checking us out. Tell your friends about us. If you're new to the show, like I said, thank you for being here. You guys all know me. Been around this market over 25 years and um, love talking Lions. And it's exciting. It's a great time to be a Lions fan. Um, I just got invited. My, my good friend, Turner Batdorf, the man that gave us the 222 Rodwood Drive sign. Yes, Turner. Thank you. Turner hit me up the other day. He and his dad want to, uh, hold on, I'll put this where it was. He and uh, his dad are apparently taking taking me to the Monday night game. Against the Raiders. Thank you, Turner, for the invite. Taking you up on that. We will be there for Lions Raiders. I'd love to. Uh, even even somehow I coaxed uh, my wife into coming. How about that? She, she doesn't hate the Lions, but she knows that Sundays are like Lions Day in the fall. And I think she would love for me to take her to the cider mill once in a while or do something else uh, on Sundays. But she knows I'm in front of the TV and then I'm on the computer doing the show. Although. All these Monday and Thursday and Saturday night games, this is great. I'm going to have some Sundays for you with, uh, with my wife. So there you go. Uh, but thank you, Turner, who is also an everyday here on Lockdown Lions. All right. Um, I You know, I want to do this. I want to start with the kicking situation. I don't know why, but I'm – and if you've been listening to the show for the last three years, ever since Brad Holmes got here, I've been obsessed with the Lions kicking situation. Kickers – Whatever. If you have a really good one, it's great. Uh, if you have a bad one, you usually replace them. A lot of coaches don't rely on their kickers anymore. It's 2023 now. NFL coaches love going for two, love gambling. You know, the Ravens, like Justin Tucker, is a god. He's unbelievable. After him, there's a bunch of other good ones, but, you know, this isn't like the old days when you had the the Rolf Benerskis of the world with the Chargers or the Barr brothers, Matt Barr and Chris Barr, or... Mark Mosley or guys that used, you know, Pete Stoyanovich that were money. Jason Hansen, right? Matt Prater was good for a while. Ever since Matt Prater left and the Lions didn't offer him a second year uh, and he went to Arizona, the Lions kicking situation has been a bit of a dumpster fire. All right? We've gone through the list numerous times. Now, for the first time in two weeks, at least in front of the media at OTAs, they had a little kicking competition Yesterday, between newly signed from the XFL, John Parker Romo and the newly acquired for the second time in his life, Riley Patterson is a lion again. Patterson, of course, acquired from the Jaguars for a future seventh round pick after Jacksonville signed Brandon McManus. The leader right now in the clubhouse to win the job is Michael Badgley again, but he didn't kick yesterday in front of the media but JPR John Parker Romo of the Brahmas of the XFL went toe to toe with Riley Patterson. That little contest in a practice: 43 yards, 47 yards, another 47 yarder, <clears throat> 53 yards, and 57 yards. Riley Patterson missed wide left one of his 47 yarders, and on his 57 yard attempt, uh, wide left and short john parker romo nailed all five of his kicks like destroyed the 57 yard one according to pride of quote romo wasn't done he nailed a 61 yard field goal to cap off a simulated end of regulation game time drive uh patterson did nail a pair of 53 yard field goals in that same end of regulation simulation, but all in all, Romo went six for seven his only missed from 63 yards. Patterson five of seven with misses from 47 and 57. Thank you to, um, Jeremy Reisman at pride of Detroit for that information. I, I again, take it for what it's worth. The lion's kicking situation is a comedy show. It really is. It's a circus. Um, so the leader now for the Second spot behind Badgley, apparently, right now, is John Parker Romo. Guy's got a great leg. I was reading Jeff Risden in the Lions Wire today, too, and he said the same thing. Guy's got a tremendous leg. Played at a couple different colleges, caught on at the XFL. Sometimes that's where you find these guys. But for the Lions, they need consistency. Last year's austin Seibert debacle in Minnesota cost them i going to say cost him the division, but might have cost him a playoff spot. All right. He was horrible in that game. Um, then, then, um, oh God, who was the guy they signed for like one week and he was so bad. I can't even remember his name. Um, they just, you know, they, they seemingly every year go through three kickers. Badgley at the end of the year brought some semi-decent consistency to the table. His issue is outside of about 47, he's not making anything. Romo's knocking in 61 yarders in practice. So we'll see if this where this goes and if this goes anywhere. But remember with Dan Campbell and the way he likes to gamble on fourth downs, those long 61 yard field goal attempts usually aren't in the arsenal for Coach Campbell. But maybe this Romo guy is going to be the next Jason Hansen. Uh, uh, I don't know, or Matt Prater. but that's where the kicking situation currently stands. It's juicy and interesting. The Lions don't have a lot of juicy or interesting sidebar, sidebars for, for spots on the roster, for starting jobs. We kind of know who's going to be where. The one giant question mark, is a kicker? So there you go. That's your kicking update for today. Um, let's discuss the uh, offensive line rankings from PFF. We will do that coming up next. I also want to talk a little bit about Kirby Joseph, but first on a Friday. Hey, how many of you got in on that Nuggets heat action last night? I, I thought Denver was like a nine-point favorite. I thought that spread was too high. Nuggets ended up covering. You want to bet on Sunday night's game two? You can do so at America's number one sports book. That would be FanDuel. It's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers no sweat. First bet, up to $2,500. That's up to $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to fanduel.com slash lockdown to sign up today to claim that no sweat first bet. And you can bet on everything. Jokic, over under on points. Jamal Murray, three pointers made by the Heat. There's all sorts of great prop bets there. Don't miss your shot at that no sweat first bet. Go to fanduel.com today slash lockdown to sign up. You can bet on everything. Make every moment more with Fanduel, the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. By the way, I've had this same same song in my head all day today. Uh Don Tolliver and Justin Bieber, Private Landing. I don't know if you guys are hip-hop fans out there or not. That song might have been on my Sirius XM radio today about 50 times. I just hear that beat in my head. Boom, boom, boom. So shout out to Don Tolliver. I like his music. All right. Uh and Justin Bieber's not bad. Yeah, I just said it. Um <laughs> Have you guys seen those Aaron Rodgers videos of him at the Taylor Swift concert or when the Jets interviewed him about all the songs? Like Aaron Rodgers is like a Swifty, hardcore. That guy knows every song. Good for him. Um, Pro Football Focus. Offensive tackle rankings. Top 32 ahead of the 2023 season. If you had to guess, would you say that the Lions have a pair of top 20? tackles i would say yes and i would be right Panay sewell came in at number 10 only sitting behind the following guys at number nine ray sean slater from the chargers at number eight colton miller of the of the uh slater of the chargers miller of the raiders tristan wirfs of the bucks comes in at number six jordan mailata from philly comes in at six uh christian saw five of the vikings i think that's high Andrew Thomas, four Giants, Laramie Tunsell at three, Lane Johnson, number two of the Eagles. Boy, has he been good over the years. And Trent Williams, top tackle in the league for the 49ers. Then at number 10, it's Panay Sewell. The folks at PFF, and this was authored by Gordon McGinnis. Gordo writes, quote, on Sewell, there's a little bit of a projection in putting Sewell ahead of at least the next right tackle on the list. But it's a projection. I feel good enough about, given what we saw from him both in college and through two NFL seasons, his 83.0 PFF run-blocking grade last season, ranked fourth in the league at that position. He also improved in pass protection, allowing seven fewer pressures on 19 more pass-blocking snaps than the year before. So Panay Sewell is a top-ten tackle in this league. How about that? Just two years in. I was reading some articles today about how he's become a leader, Uh, PFF had him graded out as as a top-three Lion behind Hutchinson and amon ra So the Lions have something special in Panay Sewell, and even the national folks are recognizing him. Uh, Rest of the list, 11, Ryan Ramchick, New Orleans, 12, Ronnie Stanley, Baltimore, David Bakhtiari is 13, Orlando Brown, 14, Braden Smith of the Colts, 15. I don't know about that. Brian O'Neill, 16, of the Vikings, Teron Armstead of the Dolphins, 17. Jake Matthews, Falcons, 18. And Taylor Decker comes in at number 19. They write, quote, Decker missed the first half of the 2021 season, but delivered in pass protection as soon as he got back on the field, finishing that year with an 84.0 PFF pass blocking grade. His 76.5 grade in that category last year didn't quite reach those heights, but in seven NFL seasons, he's yet to finish with a pass blocking grade Below 73.0. So Decker finishes in front of guys like Morgan Moses, the Ravens, Mike McGlinchey, the Broncos, Tyron Smith, the Cowboys, uh, Garrett Bowles, Jawan Taylor, Caleb McGarry, Braxton Jones, etc. cetera. Um, I love that. I love that. Two guys in the top 20. We've waited for years here to see the Lions have a dominant offensive line, something that they can be proud of, something that they can run behind and have success, how many years, especially doing this show with, with, with Jim Caldwell and uh, Patricia, this team always finished near the bottom in running the football. And the Lions aren't yet a great running team, but they've become good. The pass blocking's been there. And there's been a few times that, that when, when, when Taylor Decker's name comes up, people say he's at the end of his rope, you know, maybe he gets traded, uh, maybe Sewell was drafted to eventually become the left tackle. Taylor Decker's is really solid, and he was a guy that, that that stuck it out here. Didn't ask out, didn't want to ask to be traded, never opened up his mouth about things, just stayed professional and has been a captain and has been a really, really solid left tackle. You've got to have veterans to win in this league. The Lions are a young team, young team. Remember last year they had Michael Brockers. Michael Brockers couldn't play. He's done, couldn't play. They deactivated him for a lot of the games. But you know what? He was there to teach some of the young guys, a veteran player on that defense that was around to tutor and to mentor. And it's one of the reasons why the Lions won nine games last year. Taylor Decker is the same way for this offense. Golf loves him. His teammates love him. The Lions with two top 20 tackles, according to Pro Football Focus. I think that's awesome. That's where you build your team. If you don't have good tackles, if you don't have a good offensive line, your quarterback's going to get destroyed. All right, that's why last year the Bears won three games. Justin Fields might have run for his life and run for a thousand yards, but he didn't have a lot of time to throw. And the Bears feel like they've upgraded their offensive line. Minnesota, the years they're bad, look where their O line ranks. The years they're good, now they got Darius. It's been better, right? Um. You know, Mahomes, same thing. Good teams win. The Niners are always good up front on their O-line and on their D-line. So Lions with a pair of top 20 tackles, I think that is absolutely awesome. All right, a little Kirby Joseph talk from OTAs. I want to get into that coming up next. We have a new sponsor here on Locked on Lions, by the way. I've got it right here. And uh, Locked on Lions today is brought to you by Marg's, M-A-R-G, sparkling margaritas. Look, you guys know I love a good drink. I've been trying to find a replacement for the normal high noons and wine, white claws and everything else that's out there. And uh, thank goodness I stumbled upon Margs. They're refreshing, ready-to-drink. Sparkling margaritas have officially become my go-to cocktail. I love these things. They sent them to me in the mail. I tried them. Me and my wife like them. They're good. Crafted with real Blanco tequila, Margs are clean, crisp, genuinely, genuinely taste so good. They're refreshing, too. I like them. They've got five unique flavors, so there's something for everyone to enjoy. Um, And they're good. I love these most when kicking back after work, watching a game, sitting out on the deck, whatever it is with friends. And this summer, I'll be packing my cooler with Marg's for backyard barbecues, boat trips, and days at the beach. Yes, I'm going to be um, at an undisclosed beach at some point uh, later this month. Marg's are the drink of the summer, no question. You're going to be perfect. They'll be perfect for tailgating season as well this fall. Check it out. Visit sipmargs.com, that's S-I-P-M-A-R-G-S.com now, to find a retailer near you. That's sipmargs.com to find a retailer near you. Must be 21 and over to enjoy. Cheers, and please, drink responsibly. All right, so yesterday at... um OTAs Kirby Joseph the Lions second year safety was wearing a free JMO t-shirt supporting his teammate Jamison Williams it was a white t-shirt red letters that said free jamo and a picture of Jamison Williams in the middle of course Jamison Williams currently is uh, about to ready to serve a six game suspension for gambling not on the nfl but gambling at the lions facility um, we've been over this topic numerous times. I like the fact that line players have each other's backs. It's a very close knit team. It's a good culture and everything else, but Jamison Williams broke the rules. All right. This idea that we've got a free Jamo because he, you know, Dan Campbell made it a point to say, we thought, thought we did a good job of telling these players what they can and can't do inside and outside of the facility when it comes to gambling, when it comes to betting. And I get it, all right? All these NFL stadiums have, some of them have sports bookies in them. I just mentioned FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. But the rules are the rules. They've told the players, if you're in the facility, if you're in the stadium, you cannot use your app and bet on sports. You just can't. So we had the free JMO shirt on yesterday. You know, Dan Campbell said they're going to tell the guys again, and they're going to keep harping on them. And what the rules are, but uh free jMO shirt, I think that's a bit much uh Kirk, Joseph though, continues to play very, very well yesterday he uh intercepted Jared Goff during the seven on seven drills, and you know the more i i I listen to Kirby Joseph talk, and the more i you know hear about how he's playing and and what kind of shape that he's in. You know, we talk about Brad Holmes last year stealing Malcolm Rodriguez in the late rounds. The Kirby Joseph draft pick may end up being one of Brad Holmes' best. He's a really good football player already. And for a rookie last year to pick off Aaron Rodgers, what, three times? Once at Ford Field, twice at, uh, at Lambeau. And make big plays, another interception yesterday at practice. See, so he's just a bullhawk. You know, the Lions have had some decent safeties. Glover Quinn was decent. Mark Carrier. Um, You know, Tracy Walker's fine. He's good. But, like, I think Kirby Joseph is better than Lions good. I think he's good good. And is a guy that will only get better as he's now flanked with the Cam Johnsons, the Emmanuel Mosleys, the C.J. Gardner Johnsons of the world next to him. You know, he, he... at times last year, was just carrying that secondary. You know, Deshaun Elliott, C.J. Moore, Ife Mellifonwu, those guys are fine. And he, tra- being beside Tracy Walker now will help. But Kirby Joseph's good. Doesn't surprise me at all that he's making plays in practice and, and interceptions. He catches the ball. For years, Lion safeties and corners were dropping surefire interceptions. Not Kirby Joseph, man. Guy's got great hands. All right. Thanks to uh, all of you for listening and watching. It's a Friday Lockdown Lions. We are back again on Monday. Have a good weekend, everybody.